All right, we back at it. Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Let's go. Our homegrown homies has returned. Ladies and gentlemen, all right, my man Roddy Rich. What's up, big dog? Yes, yes. sir. He's back. Yeah. Shining a little bit more. A lot of bit no, more. No, a lot of bit more. Man. Uh, Can't disrespect him. The man. first time that you was on the show, you didn't even have uh, a chain on, I think. You had on a green sweatsuit, but you didn't have no chain on, especially not that. That yeah. shit is crazy. Life is good right now. <laughs> Life is good, man. Uh, so the big three, obviously out right now. Yeah. Uh, now I seen you, you tweet or you put on Instagram, feed the streets on the way. Is this like an appetizer? Is this warming the food up? It's before the big the- three. It's the big three. The big feed the streets three is the, the big three this year. The um now why the big three though is that is it just because it's three songs? Because the big three is like notoriously a basketball reference, right? Right. Is that is it, is it because like you gonna win a chip or like what is it? What's the reference for? I feel it? like it's all cohesive. You feel me? I feel like it just felt good. Three songs, feed the streets, three everything. It's just lining up. Mm. It just it's just you know. Now when I heard this, I'm be I ain't gonna lie. When I first when I first pit play, I'm listening to the real talk, and then it goes into Tootsie's, and I was like, I've been to Tootsie's in Miami. Is yeah. that is that the reference? Yeah. Okay, that place is a fucking zoo. Like it's all uh, it's all kind of shit going on. Yeah. My first time going to Tussies, I went with E Class. Shout out to E Class from Po Boy out in out Miami, and he took me there. He's like, "You get anything you want, any pick a girl, y'all get you any girl." I'm like, "What?" Then they did this shit where they did a parade. <laughs> they hit some dude hit a button and like walls open up and girls are just walking around and you could just pick them. You ever been to that sushi where you take the tray off the yeah. off the uh, suit? Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> That's what it was like. Yeah. Your first time, I mean, it's, it's, I, I, I'm listening to the song. I'm like, okay, I get it. But is that, was that like your first, how, what was your first experience like at Tootsie's? I want to say shit. One of the homies just, just fell off in there? over, yeah. Like, I don't even think it was monumental, but I feel like we done made a lot of legendary nights since then. What's been so, the most legendary night at Tootsie's? Uh, shit. Me and Yak was in there, but I'm telling you, I be... Shit, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, the Gold State Warriors winning was a good one too. Uh, watching that shit, I want some bread off their ass. I ain't gonna lie, I want some stupid bread off them. Yeah, yeah. This past time or before? yeah, this one, this yeah. one, yeah. Really, <laughs> some stupid bread. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you think so? Do you think that based on sports gambling that you could like have you developed a gambling problem? Because I think Drake got a gambling problem. Definitely not. Definitely not. I just I felt like that was like and no and no smut to. To Jason, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, I feel like they some they superstars. But I just felt like we just we just had that, and I can't bet against the West. I ain't gonna lie. And when the when the Rams was was gonna win too, I said I should have bet the same shit. And I ain't bet it. And the Lakers won, and I said I was gonna bet the same shit. And I did it, and they won. I got a ring out the Lakers. I I had a crazy ass Super Bowl weekend, but this time I like I gotta get some money out there. Yeah, <laughs> put some money on it up. Yeah. How, how much? How much is, have you lost when it comes to gambling or betting? I don't lose because I don't got the problem of like, <laughs> nah, for real, bro. I think the most I've lost is probably like fifteen bands or some shit like that. But that's not. That's a lot for me. I feel you, but when you betting on that level, like I done heard nigga stories, like I done lost two hundred, a hundred, like it'd be bad. The most I done did that was bad was I I I had them to three hundred thousand cash in Vegas, and I kept gambling, and I walked away with probably like. 
120 or something. Wait, so wait. Yeah, on what table exactly, was you on? Exactly, roulette. You was I on know, a roulette table? I know. I was, I was, bro, what Just I was trying to do, up. what I was trying to do, look, <laughs> I was trying to get a phantom, bro. I'm going around the... I'm, I'm tripping. I'm going around the casino. I'm about to get a phantom out y'all. Like, I'm talking crazy, right? So I, I told him, I'm like, nigga, I'm, once I get the 500, we leaving. And I was like, nigga, you push the button. The nigga just, it was just, I was fucked up. I started fucking up. <laughs> so you made it to three. Yeah, but and I then, wasn't going to walk away right, with nothing. Right, right, right. Nah, you feel you me? Can't, so can't. I still walked away with some dough, but it was just like I should have walked away with that. So do, you have a, do you have a strategy when it comes? Because I roll a roulette too. You know what I'm saying? I ain't yeah. obviously what not. What is it with you niggas in roulette? Roulette is a shit. It's no, a, it's not. It is. But do you, do you have it's a... It's a 50% chance, exactly. though. You feel me? It's a 50% chance you will win, and I feel like that's better odds than playing cards or poker all that other shit is do, real Do you simple. have a for sure strategy when you go in? Like, I, I got like I got certain numbers that I know I'll play off the rip, 29. Right? 29, that's, that's it. Shit. Just all the 29 time. 29 and then 22, and then I'll I do the cross on the board. So then i do it like a cross on the board to pray over the board type shit. Oh. Or i do the cross over the board, and then I bet black. All when the I time, first like, sit yep. down, I bet black. Yep. Black lives matter. I'm yep. on it. Busting <laughs> yeah. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Boom. Hidden, hidden, yeah. hidden. So that's how I get my, and then I watch the board too, cause you know it'll go red and nigga just watching the patterns and shit. But it's all guessing. But yeah. for sure, when I'm sitting down black and I put the cross on the board, pray over the board, I'm good. There's nothing worse than when you have a number that you play and, and you don't do it, and then that shit hits. It hit. So uh, I know, I know exactly what it is. You got to stay with your number for sure, for sure. That's a wild, yeah. bro. I don't understand what this roulette shit is about. Oh, uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, our, okay. So on the new project, the big three, well. The appetizer, we'll say, and then feed the streets is coming. Do you know when? Because it's I, coming quick. I ain't gonna lie, it's uh, coming. I, soon as I got it all the way right, because I'm at that point. As soon as it's ready, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't, I ain't waiting. Coming right back. Yeah, I ain't waiting. Now, um, as far as um, on anti-social on perfect time, you was playing the keys, producing like is it in more your. Of that? It's more of that on there. Is it more of that? That's what you asking. Is it? Producing. You guys are you are you playing the keys on the, on feed? I feel like I just been more on the executive part of it because I'm not gonna lie, I ain't been developing as I should have when it come to sitting down and learning more on the piano because a nigga just been moving so much. I'm I'm honest about it. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And I feel like that's something that I, personally I just been feeling like I need to work on more when I can sit down. You know, and that's something I need to definitely do. But I definitely still been on the executive. Like, I pull producers together. We sit down. We do shit. I'm real hands-on when it comes to the process of the music order, everything. Now, I remember I remember, I remember, remember walking in the studio when you was mixing uh, Live Life Fast, yeah. and you was sitting there, like, EQing the vocals. The like, you was sitting there do, going through the vocals yourself. Yeah. So I can imagine you'd probably be a headache, like, with the engineers and shit. Or shout out to Chris, shout out to Ali, but yeah. like I think that for that that specific process, it's probably like why don't he just get out the fucking way, like yeah. let us do. Yeah, nah, I I feel like they they it's needed. That input is needed because a lot of artists they don't know exactly where they want to go or what they want to sound like. I feel like that's the perk of working with a guy like me or working with different artists that understand this shit. Where because a lot of a lot of engineers they just have a default play and then. They run off of what they feel, but I feel like when you got an input and you you care about it, then it it make them care about it a little more as well too. And, and the default for one artist may not work for the next artist, right? So it might sound completely totally. different. But I, the niggas I work with, like Ali, shout out to Ali and Chris, they like they real cool with you know what I'm saying changing it up. Like that's where we at right now with Chris 
I'm really working real close to him now more too. It's like I'm trying to we we really trying to just I don't want to say I don't want to say a, a, a test, but like we more so just being more thorough with our options. You gotcha. feel me? Like weighing out more options and seeing how we could take the music and the voices and everything to another level and giving them more of an experience. Is that something that you uh, developed over the years? Like when you first came out, that, you know, making sure you're more hands on with it. Is that something you've kind of like learned and developed over the years, or it's always been kind of part of your process as far as being super hands on? I've always been like that with everything, like from me doing the music videos, directed music video. I've been doing that since I started. I've been doing the, you know, hand in hand with the engineers, with the producers, everything. I just, that's just kind of who I am as an artist. I take the creative process, like it's, it's real. It's, 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 it's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's, it's, it helped me to learn and I'm, and I'm intrigued by it. And you know, that type of shit turned me up. It turned me on when you feel me? I can, I can, I can make this shit do certain shit. So that's what I like. It's kind of interesting that the, the anti-social side of you turns off when it comes to the process and, and actually the shit that you love to do, right? Yeah. Versus the other shit, it's like, nah, fuck that. I'm cool. I'm to myself. I'm reserved. I'm laid back. But when it comes to the actual music and the things that you love, like it, 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 you know, kind of kicks up a notch. I feel like I'm still, I'm, I'm still anti, but I'm definitely, I've just grown up a little bit more. And you know, you know, when my first project came out. I wasn't who I am at this point in my life. It's just a little different, and I'm still anti, mm-hmm. you feel me? But at the same time, a nigga is just growing into his person, you right. feel me? And at the end of the day, it's about evolution and growing with this shit. So mm-hmm. a nigga have to understand that, you know, now I'm running a company at this point, you feel me? So my conversations is different. I'm talking to people that I got to, you know, before I came to the radio show, I was talking to, you feel me, my my my, my employees or people who who run certain shit in my company and I got to explain shit and, and be vocal and have an opinion and listen to them and understand what they, you know, is down there like HR mm-hmm. at this point. Right. And they got to have that, that front and back and, and really fuck with these people and, and have real genuine relationships because sometimes that goes further than just the, oh, that's Roddy, I respect him, whatever. It's like when you get on them deeper conversations that people respect your, yeah. your hand a little more. Do, too. You, do you feel like you're a good boss? <laughs> like, if people had to say something about you, like your employees behind Hell your back, yeah, they would bro. say you a good I boss. Treat, I treat everybody great. I yeah. feel like I put everybody in a great work environment. I probably work on the deaf, but I do it. Gotcha. I do it at a, I know that I do that. So, I what I do to make up for that is I make them comfortable. You feel me? Yeah. Like, um, just going on tour, like, I had spent an extra 175000 for for my touring people to have a plane where they got a private plane, but it's like, 30 seats on it. Wow. So I paid, so that's like, you feel me? It's just like little shit like that. Well, it ain't little, but nah, it goes it's a, a company thing. It's yeah. just like when niggas is coming with me, like I'm taking care of niggas, but at the same time, you're going to have to work hard. It may be 12-hour shifts, and we doing these and we doing these rehearsals and all that shit to get deep, and I might go up on niggas and all type of shit because yeah. I take this shit serious, but at the same time, you know, and I know that I'm never going to treat you like you in a sweatshop type right. Right. Like It's like I'm... How many chances do you give somebody to fuck up before it's like, okay, now nah, you you gotta go? I just feel like I'm a person. I I, I like to say things one time. And I like, and, but the thing is, in that conversation, I like to make everything clear too. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I make it clear and we have an understanding, we are old enough to understand what's going on. And then once it get past that point, then it's just like, nigga, I didn't need to explain this. 
Now we're talking in circles. Now I don't understand that gotcha. part. And, and then it's like, man, time is money at that point. It's yeah. like, you, you wasting all that. I had to get like that, though. It wasn't always like that. I like the evolution. I also remember talking to you in Vegas, um, and I saw you perform, and I saw hella motherfuckers on stage with you. Yeah. You had dancers. You had yeah. light people. Yeah. Like, it, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a whole it's production now. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite part about this now? Is it, is it recording music? Is it performing? Like, what do you like the most now? Where you at now today? I feel like I love my life way more. You feel me? And I appreciate my life way more. I can say that in at first, I just was doing, but now I feel like I thrive in what I do. You mm -hmm. feel me? I thrive in the conversations I have because they open me up, and I get to have different conversations with people, and they turn my mind to a different place. And just my life, I just enjoy it way more. You feel me? At first, I just looked at it like music and do this, but I just feel like I enjoy myself in doing everything I do, and that's what I love about this shit. What's, most, what's the most interesting, one of the most interesting conversations you've had with somebody who's not in music? Like a business person or okay, like. Okay, okay. Um, let me think. Let me think. Uh, hmm. Interesting conversation. Because I know you having conversations with business owners now, people who own yeah. Fortune 500 companies. Definitely. Like. Interesting. What do you mean by interesting? I'm just saying somebody that you probably wouldn't expect Roddy to talk to. Who have you like talked to on the phone, on FaceTime, sat down with? That's probably like. When you first started, when you first came up here and you sat with us, well, you I could tell you one of it, it is kind of involving music, kind of like because I be I be you know a nigga be running this different little plays and shit like that, but I, I I like to that for that to come into fruition when it's supposed to. But I can say I had a crazy experience and it allowed me to understand where I'm at and my power in life. I was talking to one of the homegirls and she was working at Apple at the time, and she was at the store and we was just chopping and just shooting the shit right, and we was just talking and. I had got off the phone because my management was calling and sh and they had called me and it was like um um that the CEO of Apple wanna congratulate you on your Apple Music Awards, but this was at the same exact time. I was wow. getting off the phone. So it was like <clears throat> I got to like see how I can like I'm like I'm the bridge of the people who, you feel me, really make this shit work mm -hmm. and the pe people who really make this shit happen. So it just kind of like opened my eyes to see my positioning and where I'm not too high, I'm not too low. And I feel like in my life I'll never be, you know, like too high or too low, but it just kind of opened my eyes to a point where like it was like, nigga, you at a, you at a special point. Like, you talking about Tim Cook? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love Tim Cook. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It I was cool, that but that man. was that was a crazy experience, bro. That was it was you end up talking to him. Yeah, I talked to him. What did I he What did he say? Shit, he was just talking to me about just how revolutionary the mu music was and how he, you know, he, you know, he a little fan type shit. And do you, you know, have Tim Cook's I number? I don't. I don't. Damn, that'll be hell of a I need to know when this new iPhone comes <laughs> out. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I could get to him though. Hey, but that's that's wild though. That that's that was gonna be one of my questions. Like, who did you, who didn't you expect to be actually be a fan? But you saying Tim Cook is like y'all fuck fire. with your shit. Yeah. That's wild. That's bro. fire, bro. That's big. I, I ain't even gonna lie to you. I'm, hey, I'm he a, an Apple head too. I'm a so he's like, nerd, bro. I'm, like, I'm that's crazy. Yeah, um. Also, I want to shout out, I mean, I also want to talk to you, speaking of relationships, your relationship with Ye, I remember you sat down with Big Boy and you talked about, like, how you felt about Ye and stuff like that. And and then um, I think Donda 2, we still have yet to see Donda 2, but I remember you so were- that STEM player. Yeah, it came out on the STEM yeah. player. I have yet to have it. 
Yeah, but he's broke it down. He sold two million units. Facts. And nigga. Uh, I trust me, I know. All right. I have but what I'm saying is He a genius. Yeah. Oh no. Hands down, nobody does it like yay. Um yo because we who do we have in here? Fabio. 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 Yeah. Fabio said, yo, yay. Like he almost treated him like he flew him out, like yeah. brought him to the stadium. Like yeah. what was your experience like working same with him? Same shit. Same bro. shit. I ain't gonna lie. Now he 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 real like out like out of nowhere with this shit. You feel me? Like <laughs> you'll be you'll be chilling with him at his at his spot at his office, and then he'd be like, "You want to go to Arizona tonight?" Like, <laughs> type shit. And you'd be like, "Shit, you don't want to say no." It's yay. Like, boom, I'm pulling up with you. Yay, boom, we in Arizona, man. We about to go to Chicago. You ready? Huh? Like nigga, no. What y'all do? <laughs> I got, I got, I got a son. I just yeah. got here. You feel me? Like. Boom, because I remember <laughs> funny story. I we was in we was in Arizona. It was me, baby, yay, all of like, and I'm like, nigga, we just got off the plane. Like, we ain't got to go to the spot and chill or nothing, like this and that. So Yay was about to go to sleep. Everybody like, Yay about to go to sleep. Like, nobody wanted to tell Yay, like, hey, we trying to go to the spot. I'm like, nigga, I'm gonna tell Yay, we going, going to the spot. <laughs> I hopped out the car, niggas like, all right, boom. I hopped in the car. I hopped out the car, went in there. I'm like, yeah, I'm about to bounce, go get my bags and woody woody whoop. Like, I'll be back. Like, no, I want to make music right now. Come on, let's make music. Whoop. I'm like, this nigga is crazy. I ain't gonna lie, nigga, you was just about to go to sleep. You just mad because I told you I'm about to go get my shit. Like, that's how he is. You feel me? Nah, nah, this is what we gonna do. Yeah, nah, it's cool though. I ain't gonna lie. He 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 a special nigga, but he like he real just intuitive and he's genuine and. It's never no bad vibe and you don't feel unwelcome. Yeah. It just he just a real cool OG nigga in the game. He do his thug, but he just you feel me, you just gotta understand him. And I feel like a lot of people just don't take their time to try to. I feel like they just they judge him. Prejudge and all that extra shit. But he's a good nigga, man. Yeah. Now uh something also happened since you've been here last. You became a dad. Yeah. Congratulations. Appreciate that. that. You know, Chuck, that's near and dear to his heart. His his son. Fatherhood, man. That's that's amazing. My my son is four now. Yours, what, two? Yeah, two. Yep. Yeah. Does does that put a different battery in your back on how to get on what you got to do, your responsibilities? Most definitely. I feel like it put the patience on me. And it just allowed me to grow up again and relive shit and understand things from a different perspective as a son and as a father. I feel like that's like... The best and the, and the, and the, and the, the special thing about it, um, you know, I didn't grow up really close to my dad. We got we grew closer as I got older, and that's what it is. And we cool, but just being able to reconcile that relationship, and even too like my dad never quote unquote had a son under him and shit. So just reconciling our relationship with my son is like a cool thing that I'm mm. that I'm proud of. That I'm able to do. It's funny because I I say the same thing like. To see the 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 world through the lens of a child is unlike anything else. It like it's like you're growing up again as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How, how was how how do you balance that lifestyle? Like obviously being on the road, doing what you have to do, but at the yeah. same time making sure that that's a priority to you. Yeah, I just I just mainly make sure I stay tapped in with them. Just try to call even when I'm going. I I try to check in every day. You mm-hmm. feel me? And do the FaceTime thing and see what he got going and what he's doing new and. All that type of shit. And when I get home, I create my time to where it's just solitude and me and my son. Cut off like, the world. And yeah, just, a lot yeah. of people, they ain't met my son. One, because of the pandemic. But two, it just, 
I like to, I be gone a lot. So when I come back home, I'm not just about to be parading my son around. I just really just like to spend my time and, and get to, you know, keep, keep getting to know him. Like, cause it'd be certain new shit he do or, you know, <laughs> it, where you shit. get this so, from. No, every yeah, three, no, so every just, three, to, three to four months, it's a completely different new thing. Yeah. yeah. On me. You can learn some shit and then you like, come on be like, oh damn, when you start doing that? When we when you pick that word up? Yeah. Or it's like, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. It's wild, bro. I'm so you got to stay in tune with your child and, you know what I mean? And just make sure you're always there for them and make sure they feel that too. Like, he has this thing that he says, like, that he don't want to, he don't want to, like, stop him from fucking up because yeah. he got to learn. Yeah. But also, you he want to protect him. Do yeah. you ever, do you, what, am I saying that right? No, it's it. It's, but it happens right around where you're at right now because, like, when I would go to the park with him, right? Right. I want to make sure that he doesn't, like, fuck himself up, but it's another thing when you actually see him learning how to climb shit, and it's like, ooh, if I if I take a seat back, he'll do it on his own. But if I sit there and try to stop him, he's going to he's gonna feel like, oh, I can't do it. I'm guarded. I'm yeah. guarded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that that weird world between trying to protect him but having him learn it as well. So, like, that's yeah. kind of what I've been dealing with the last, like, year and a half. Yeah, I, 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 try, to, I try to do as much hands-off and try to keep him cool as much as I can. His mom is more hands-on with it, so that's, like, our balance, you feel me? Like his mom is real, like motherly and into that type of shit. And when he with me, I'm like more like my pops, where it's like, I want you to learn this shit really just from your experience. I'm gonna tell you, but I'm not gonna like do too much to like fuck with your process, if yeah. that makes sense. You yeah. feel me? Yeah. The fact that you got that, he has that balance is good though. Like, yeah. Mom is the one that's hands on. You kind of yeah. like take a seat back, but still kind of like step in when it's needed. Yeah, that's, that's how I play it. You yeah. feel me? Because at the end of the day, it's like, I know they say you shouldn't be your child's friend, but at the end of the day, I want to have my son as my friend when I get older because, you know, as men, it's kind of like, in my family, we short on that, where it's like we have those real ties and relationships growing up and shit like that. That's why, like, I'm taking my time being with my brother more and, and certain shit because it's like, I just want that to be the 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 way we moving as a family and as a unit. Like, all right, my 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 son, I want to make sure that like he's growing up around niggas with the same values as yeah. as what we around and shit like that. So that's how I try to keep it just 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 step in when I need to and and keep him around the good like good men and you know what I mean like shit like that. Well, what advice would you give other fathers that are coming up? Maybe they're in the position now where they just found out they're about to have a kid or you know they want to salvage their relationship with their they, they son or their, their daughter, you know what I'm saying, years yeah. ago. What, what advice would you give from the kind of having both perspectives? Uh, I would just say give love. You feel me? Like, as a first step, it just show love. Like, and love don't got to be monetary. You don't got to come in and try to buy him back or come in and just do too much. As a father, I'm saying it's just more so just try to present love. And even if you get resistance, you know, explain even though as men, a lot of times we don't feel like we necessarily need to explain ourselves, explain and then give love. And if love is not reciprocated, you feel me? Then give love from a distance and continue that, you feel me? And from a from a child's perspective, I would say to always be open-minded because the mind, the mind is like a parachute. If it's not open, it won't work. So mm. you got to stay open with, you know, just, just hearing your parents out and understanding this different circumstances when it comes to different things and, you know, love. At the end of the day, love conquers all. Love is war, but at the same time, it's something that, if implied on these different situations, it can heal it and mend it and keep it cool. Uh, something I want to go back to is uh, late at night 
when you dropped that video, we was in the studio. We were literally <laughs> in the studio, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, because I felt like you jumped into a whole different lane of creativity. Yeah. Like, and obviously, it's the Michael Jackson yeah. shit like that. Um, one, my first, first, first on that is Michael Jackson. Yeah. Is that a big influence of yours, creatively, musically? Yeah. Or? I feel like when I was a child, it wasn't so much. When my brother grew up, he was on him. My brother was like five and six and watching the This Is It shit. And my brother was born in 06 and Mike passed away in 09. Yeah. And so, like, when he was like maybe five and six, so maybe what's that, like 2012, 13, something like that? Yeah. Something like that. 14. That's when I really started digging in and, and, and paying attention, like high school and seeing what he had to offer and what, and what he offered to the game and everything. And that's when I kind of found a love for his music and I found out that it was timeless music and even Prince and everybody too, like in that lane, you got to understand, I'm young too, so I'm catching up. Yeah. You feel me? And, and yeah, so that's where I found my love was through my my brother actually was on that. Shout out to your brother because when I saw it, I was like, oh, he done figured it out. Yeah. He done went to another level of yeah. creating. Oh, you done, oh, you understand that this is entertainment. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people be too cool. Yeah. They shooting videos. Sometimes you got to have your little fun. That's why, I, you know what I mean? Like that's what that era was about is just being unapologetically me and doing whatever I felt, even if it was funny. Because a lot of times niggas don't be wanting motherfuckers to laugh at them, but it's cool, like. Sometimes it's niggas. It's cool. You know, you did you write the treatment for that video? I did. Wow, man. Yeah. The, Another the, hat. Another <laughs> hat for Ryan, man. Uh, something else is features. When when we when you first came up here, I think when Feed the Streets, two. the first one or Feed the Streets two, yeah, was two. driving. When you first came up here, you was talking about you don't want to work with nobody just because they got money. You don't want to work like, but I like, and I noticed that you be very, you're very selective on your features, even to this day. Yeah. Like you kept that this whole time. You yeah. may have jumped on with some with Post or, you know, uh, Four Two Doug or even Corday. Yeah. But like, I know people knocking on your door for these features. Right. How do you determine who? The, is it still the same? It's way? still the same. Still, still the, same. the same. But I'm getting paid though, most definitely. Right. I feel like when I, when I first started, it was like, okay, I don't care, but you know. I'm a part of the market share, so if I'm giving your company a piece of this market share, I need some money. Just when did you learn that? Based on that, when did you know? Because because it's by the way you're talking about it, it seemed like and you don't have to get to the details of it. Like maybe an experience with an experience, uh, something that kind of led you into doing yeah, that. Yeah, business or? conversation. Gotcha. You know, when when I, you know, just selling records allow you to understand that you're moving a company's market share. Facts. When you understand that, I feel like as an artist. Damn near in them times, you damn near need to go to your label and be like, look, I moved it this amount of percentage or this amount of points. Mm. You need to give me the percentage of the company. That's like some whole other, that's some other talk. You feel me? But when you understand and learn that type of shit, then you'll just maneuver differently when it comes to sharing your gifts and shit like that. Because you know that you 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 giving it up. So mm. you know what I mean they gotta give something for that. And you know. To people, that's just a fee for a feature. But to me, I feel like it's deeper than that because I understand what I'm actually doing. That's yeah. good. Yeah. You know what's wild is that I'm, I'm I'm looking at a picture from our last interview, and it's like you see a young Roddy, right? A young Roddy. And I remember our conversations um, and, and you kind of emerging and breaking out at that time. Yeah. Obviously now, superstar. You know, so you've crossed those boundaries right, worldwide right, right. at this point. 
Um, and, and speaking of Feet the Streets too, on the outro, you say something about like wanting to continue to inspire the young niggas out there, yeah, youngest, yeah. right? Do you feel like everything that you've experienced over the last couple of years, ups, downs, good, bad, is it worth it? Shit, it made me who I am today and I'm still breathing. Mm. Like, I still got a chance to change the world. Like, yeah. that's that's good. Like, I feel good about that. Like, that's good. And, and, and like I said, I don't, the negative thing, I don't really try to side with that. I like, I like try to like just be positive about everything right. I done been through. And it just, it made me a better person. I'm definitely a better person than I was then. Yeah. You feel me? I feel like I, it didn't make me no worse, like no bad yeah. person. Only reason why I ask that is because sometimes people, when, when they go through th- these experiences, they like, yes, I got, you know, the change. I got the money. I got my, my family set up. But internally, motherfuckers aren't really happy. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there like, I, I see something different, obviously with you, your aura and your energy is different, but I say that because a lot of times people, they 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 get everything they want, but don't get what they really want inside. Right, so right. it's like, that's why I was asking you because, you know, you've, you've kind yeah, of seen I, but, those but sides. We, I feel like we all go through them times. Like, mm-hmm. definitely during my last album, my energy was a little shifted and it just was a different time. And I'm, you feel me? It's, what you mean by shifted? It just, you know, you know I done, it just, I done been through, you know, friends falling off and, what do they? What do people think about me if this don't be the same? And wooty woo. But at the end of the day, it's like, bro, like you gonna live for everybody. Like you are gonna be at war with the world and at peace with yourself, or at war with yourself and at peace. You feel me? With the world. So it's like I rather just do me. And people gotta understand. And if they know my character and they know who I am, then they'll understand why certain things may not fit or. He may not be kicking it over here, or this is what he's doing now. It's just like you. If you want to read between those negative lines, then maybe you might read the positive line. And if it don't, if it don't work like that, then your brain just don't work like that. But that's just where I had to accept it and understand. Like, you know, it's just all about keeping my energy clean and pure, and that's how I make the purest music, and that's how I be the purest version of myself. It's like I just gotta be more just in tune with the positivity, the good spirit shit. Like that's all I've been on, bro. I remember you talking to Big about that. What's something what's something that you that you took from Live Life Fast going into the big three, going into uh Feed the Streets three? Like what's what's a less what's something that you picked up along the way? I feel like with my last album, a lot of people would call it a uh like a a lot of people would call it maybe a I don't want to take too long to find this word. It's all good. A lot of people will call it like a excuse or like, but my energy really wasn't in the right place on the last album. Really? Yeah. Do you think it was mental health or you think it was just like, it was your, your environment? What was it? I just felt like I felt out of my element. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't like I was going crazy or nothing. It just felt like I wasn't in my place where I'm usually at because I started realizing a lot of shit. So when you realize a lot of things at one time, your your brain, sometimes you can't even process a lot of that mm. shit. And you sitting there thinking about it all the time and you often, it's just like, that's just where I was at. So I'm making music, maybe certain lines I'm saying, it's just like, it ain't flowing how I usually flow. I probably don't want to sing as much because in regular life, I don't feel like I'm singing right now. I feel like I'm just... Uh, like that's how I feel. Gotcha. So it's gonna reflect through the music, and I feel like fans don't think about it that deep. Nail, but no, it really know. be that deep. Like, 
You see what I mean? You like, know what's interesting you say that? Because they always say, like, people, like, especially R&B artists, for the most part, it's like, oh, they make the best music when, when they, they going through shit. Yeah. Usher and Chris Brown and, yeah. like, all these people. But fuck that, bro. I can't. That, that sometimes, that's just what it is. Like, I can't make good music if I don't feel good. Right. Because you want me to make you feel good. High fashion, you felt good. Like, R&B artists, they good because they make you feel the emotion of heartbreak and all this shit. And I could take you there, but I don't, I, that's not, that's never been the the basis of my music. Right. My music has always been uplifting, yeah. up bringing. So if I don't feel like that, then you're not going to like my music because it's going to reflect me not feeling like that. You feel me? So What do you do to get your head back in the game? Like, what does Roddy Rich do? To get over that, bro, I spent countless amount of money on vacations. That didn't help, nigga. I got massages every day. That didn't help. Fuck, there, like none of that shit helps, bro. I feel like it's more so just a mindset of I have to get into the positive shit. I have to think about good thoughts and shit like that. It's really just simple. It's simple, yeah. It's real simple. It's like. Turning the light switch on or off. Yeah. You feel me? At, at at a point you may you may feel like it's just hard to get it going. But like once you get it on, it's like, all right, I identify it now. So now I know how to switch it on and off. I know how to maneuver around it. You know, and it may be a lot of people don't get over that hump. You feel me? And yeah. yeah. I'm glad you said that though, because a lot of times, like, especially with the fans specifically, right? They may have something to say about the music, but the way you articulate is like you don't know what I'm going through while I'm recording this. And I, right. I heard you said something in, in Variety about how you don't you you like to take your time when it comes to music because you have to experience shit, right? Right, right. But nobody thinks about experiencing and going through bad shit and then having to uplift people. You understand? It's like, right, right. yo, that's not really possible. Yeah. So I'm glad you articulated and said that because I yeah, think for, yeah. for the people that may have something to say about the music, they don't they don't understand. Like, yo, this is what I'm going through trying to record, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I'm trying to figure myself out. Like, yeah. I don't you expect, you know what I'm saying? Me, me to, to know to how, know exactly it's like it being is. a team captain and your team down by 30 mm. and you like, you trying, trying to, to get niggas to do it, but it's like, nigga, I feel like we losing fuck crazy as hell right now. Like, mm. even though we might not be, it might not be that situation, but it's just like, it's just an analogy on just being that and having to still be that. And I had to learn how to do that. Like, at the end of the day, that's also a talent of, being able to persevere and being resilient during this shit, it's like, it's easier said than done. I feel like I've identified how to do it, and uh, you know that I feel like that's what that was for. Did you did you uh, listen to Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? I did. So uh, K Dot actually talks about that multiple times. Yeah, he had writer's block for two years yeah. because it just it just wasn't coming to him, wasn't flowing to him. Yeah. Like he just wasn't. And then also going to therapy, and then also like having to work through all of the shit. And then also Savior, which is a crazy record. Yeah. It's like, I'm not your savior. Like, I'm human like you. Mm-hmm. Like, I be fucking up. Like, I have infidelities. Like, yeah. it's like, I feel like this is the best album that I've ever saw from him. Even even bigger than my favorite, which is Section 80, because it was so vulnerable. Yeah. He led us into a lot of shit. Right. It's a lot of shit in there to unpack. You know what I'm saying? And Damn. And real, real shit. Okay. And, and so... And so I want to encourage you to do the same. And first of all, let me go. Let me backtrack a little bit. I remember you you went to the you pulled up on him a couple like a couple years ago yeah. or a while back. Um, how what was that? Kind of, I want you to like get a conversation. But what what's something that you left that conversation with? It was just mainly just I just want to make bro proud. That was like where I was at, and that's still where I'm at, bro. Like at the end of the day, he one of the niggas that I just 
I just want to make him proud too. He like one of my big bros. So if he, if you know, I I, I don't want to disappoint him. Like I remember when I was moving around in the streets and I was getting in trouble at certain times and shit, and he'll call in on niggas like, hey bro, make sure niggas stay out the way. Like, don't play, you know what I mean? Like he watching shit. So it's just like I'll be like, bro, I just I don't I, I just be wanting to make the nigga proud. I feel like that was a moment where I played him anti-social and he was proud. Like, mm-hmm. word. You feel me? Like, nigga, you you on some shit, bro. Like, you on some shit, bro. And I'm a, I'm rooting for you. You feel me? That's the vibe I got from you, to be honest. Um, so to say all that to say, like, I want to encourage you going. I mean, I know this is the advertiser, the big three out now, but going into Feed the Streets three, like, that's where you get that shit. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. quarter song is like being vulnerably honest. And that's where I felt like a lot of people, the, I think that's when artists transition. Okay. Because that's when artists go like from, oh, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, and even, if you look at Michael Jackson, like, even like Thriller, like, Thriller wasn't like, it wasn't like, I'm not gonna say it wasn't received because I wasn't around at that time. Right. But from what people have told me, it's like Thriller is something you can go back and still find shit mm. right now. Mm. Even with Prince, like, you can still go back and find shit right now. Like, if, even if you're looking at To Pimp a Butterfly, I still, I just listened to Pimp Butterfly two months ago, or a month ago, and I found some shit I didn't catch before. Right. And it wasn't about the bird, the, the do, 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 do. It wasn't the words. It was like the message. Right. And so that, that shit right there, that's the quarter song shit. That shit is different. So that's why I want to encourage you, you know, and everybody that, that listens to you as fans of yours, like tap into that shit. Oh, because know. the Mr. Morale shit, bro, it's, it's a couple, I was talking to, um, I was talking to Charlemagne about, the, what's the fa- father time? Yeah, that record about his dad and this and that, the right? And he said he can't listen to that song without crying. Damn. No matter what, like he's picking his daughter out. I shouldn't be talking about this publicly, but he's picking his daughter up from school, and he was listening to Father Time, and he was crying in the car, and he was like, "Oh, she had to turn it off and get his shit together before his daughter got in the car," type shit. And it's like I think that's the shit. That's the shit that I think people are missing now. It's like. You got to find that, but then also find the the, the fun and the light in that. Right, 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 right. It's right, the right. balance of that. That's the per- that's the secret. Yeah, sauce. but when it, when it's your lifestyle, like I said, it just it just flows. Yeah, and, and that's where it, yeah, yeah. Um, so tour the twelve the it's the twelve carat tour. Carat. Am I saying that right? Yeah, yeah. The twelve yeah. carat tour. Post you and Post Malone. Malone. Cor- cor- uh, twelve carat two f- tour. Yeah. You and Post Malone. Y'all are obviously you know that's the that's your homie. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is you. <laughs> I've heard crazy stories about Post Malone. I heard he gets, he drink beer. Yeah. Like, he don't do, like, oh, popping bottle. He drink beer, like yeah. a six-pack. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. real white people. Yeah. White boy wasted. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. real white people. Yeah, shit. yeah. So, uh, on this tour with Post Malone, I mean, uh, on your in your previous runs with, with Post Malone, mm-hmm. have, you had, have you had any, like, drunk moments where... Like you might have been intoxicated, cause I heard that y'all like he he can go for real. Yeah, yeah, but see, I can go too. Um, oh, really? Yeah, but I just don't go. I don't drink like that. But that's why I be telling people like, I don't drink because I'm gonna drink and then you gonna drink and then you gonna be drunk and I'm gonna be still looking. <laughs> I'm like, so like, I'll be looking at your I stupid ass. Chill, chill though. Like, like so that's why I'm drunk. On <laughs> me, I don't drink. I really don't. I don't drink alcohol like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, so the tour. I felt like you got a bad, I felt like you got a bad, um, and I'm going to say this publicly, I felt like you got a bad, you got dealt a bad hand. You put our anti-social, yeah. then we get the pandemic, yeah. you can't tour, 
shit shut down. Yeah. And you still ran it up. Yeah. You? Which actually kind of works out for him. He's anti-social, so he ain't got to be nowhere. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> it kind of worked out in his It worked, favor. fuck that. I get the but word, but fuck that. It's you, the baby, and little baby. Yeah. I feel like took the whole pandemic by, like, it wasn't even close. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like you got a, you got dealt a bad hand. Because like niggas like the baby, the baby still running around doing shows. Yeah, <laughs> he was pandemic, doing shows. no pandemic. He was, <laughs> yeah. with a mask on, yeah. no mask. Yeah. They yeah. Was doing you got to get, get the deepest throne. They more southern artists, and so just the way they rules was set up. Yeah, you feel me? and at that time, all That's I true. knew and all I was used to was the West, mm-hmm. and like how we got to do shit. So LA just shut all the way down, and I didn't. I wasn't trying to pick up my feet and go somewhere just based on feeling like I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just jumping out of my comfort zone. Excuse me for some money, like that wasn't my mo. I, I felt like I, it was, it, it happened. Though. But this is Definitely the first. Happened. This is the basically the first run that you are gonna have after the pandemic. And it's an arena, bro. And it's so arena it's, tours. It's cool. Yeah, we doing the Staples Center like three times. Are you are you looking forward to this? Are you looking like I need my crypto get back? arena? Crypto, crypto arena. <laughs> <laughs> are you looking at this like okay? I need my get back from not being able to tour for the last two years. Or are you looking at it like a uh, it's a fresh start? How are you look? How are you approaching this tour? Man, I feel like it's just a, a chance for me to touch people who want to see me. Like that's how I look at it. Like I just look at it like, bro, it's a it's a great opportunity for me. You feel me? And and and, and uh, like I said, shout out to Post. It's like a blessing that I'm able to even be in this position to even do this. Cause a lot of artists in my position, some guys would have folded after that, oh, the whole world crashed and it's over and niggas just folded. So it's like, I'm still here, able to go to the studio every day. I'm gonna leave here, go to like, that's what that's, I'm able to do that. And I'm able to go touch arenas. Like that's a step away from stadiums. You feel me? Like that's big. You feel me? Super and, big. Yeah. So I'm cool. I'm cool with it, bro. I ain't even, can you explain one thing to me though, yeah. real quick? This this is totally left, but it just made me think about this shit. Yeah. Cause this is this is typical Roddy Rich fashion, right? Yeah. Roddy, Roddy, you run it up, be doing your shit, and then you go ghost. Yeah. Social media, everything goes black, goes dark, goes just no post, no nothing. Yeah. What what what's that for you? Is it is that let me get back into my bunker and get into creative mode? Is that let me cut cut the world off? What what is that for Roddy Rich? I just feel like um I deactivated my um my Instagram and my socials one time, but that was because one of my close, like real close family members, I ain't never lost a family member or was about to lose a family member over a sickness like that. Mm-hmm. And and something that I got news and it was a family member that I nec- I wasn't necessarily on the best terms with, but he real close and it was just like that shit kind of fucked me up a little bit. And I was getting bad feedback from people who I didn't know. So I just felt like, fuck y'all, fuck this. You feel me? Let me just cut this shit off because it's only making me irritated a little bit. And let me get, I'm human. You feel me? So let me get back to where I'm at. But that was that point. I feel like when I'm in the mix and doing my shit and I cut back a little bit, it's really just, all right, y'all got that. That's a phase. You feel me? All right, now I'm on my next shit. Reset. Right? Okay. That's just on my shit, like on that. So it's type more of for the aesthetic of of the social platform. Of of yeah, like like just 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 bringing them into my world again and le- and letting them know that that you know you you gotta you gotta just have your own sauce with it. Like do your thing. Like present it when you want to, and 
Got it. Yeah. Not some a couple last thing. Um, you and Mustard's chemistry is crazy. Yeah. Like, I feel like, and I know that's that's the homie, and that's both our homies. But yeah. like y'all really developed something special. Yeah. Where I feel like, you know, you listen to him, you trust him. I'm down there ten summers. You feel me? Right. Like, you got two though. Tim some. Two or three Tim Summers changed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I saw y'all going back and forth, and I was counting them. Like, okay, that's one. Yeah. That's one or zero. That's 30 Summers. Yeah, that's 30 Summers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, like, I feel like y'all, like, have a great thing going. Yeah. Can, are we going to get this pro- – are we going to get a project from Roddy and Mustard? You feel me? I ain't going to lie. It's, it's already there. Like, really, like, we got – How many songs you think you got with Mustard right at this point? I ain't going to lie. We got, like – Albums worth like albums a worth. few albums for sure. A few that, albums worth. I'm gonna go to the studio. So is that is that, that is that is that, the, <laughs> is that is that the business getting in the way? Saying like definitely not. Okay. I feel like it was a time where we did go back and forth about certain shit. Not me and him, mm-hmm. but just you know management labels and shit. And we got two different situations as well. So it's like we was going, but I had chopped it up with him. I'm like, bro, like at the end of the day, bro, we really doing this shit. You feel me? For something bigger than me or you. Like, nigga, we got to represent and put on for a whole place. Mm-hmm. And you feel me? At the end of the day, this shit ain't just about us. It's about really being able to put, you know, definitely put ourselves in a different position. But we got the opportunity to usher in a lot of young, younger niggas that come from where we come from, too. Mm-hmm. Because when you got the, 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 the hand of, like, nigga, we do it. Like, it's one thing to say, like, all right, they make good music, but we really do this shit for real. We really be throwing niggas against the wall every time we drop. So it's just like to be able to incorporate other niggas in that shit. Yeah. That shit is deadly, bro. And it's just like that's what we gonna have to start doing. Really, like I like that. We had them conversations for sure. I definitely want to see more collaborations between with y'all two and people, you know, coming up. Yeah. Like I definitely think that would be like fire because it'll be no different than somebody when you was putting out feet, the first feed the streets and right. somebody reaching out to you right. the way the way nip did right and it's right like, Yo, I exactly. Fuck, exactly. I, fuck, I see what you're doing bro yeah. like come pull up i fuck with you yeah you know what i mean yeah. i would love to see you doing that more in the city too yeah, i like that yeah is, is there somebody that you were kind of looking at like that is on a come up that's kind of on your radar that you like yo okay i, I, I feel like i want to surprise them i okay. ain't gonna lie i feel yeah. like i want to surprise them. so basically the people that the, the person people that you have in mind They'll see it. Definitely. All right. Gotcha. Definitely. For sure. Okay. So, before we let you go, uh, got to do homegrown head scratcher. So, these is for people to win tickets. So, people call the radio station and they guess whether you got the answers right or wrong. These are three elementary school test questions. Shit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is three elementary school test questions. They're going to call and be like, yo, I think Roddy got it right or wrong based on the question. Right. So, even if you don't know the Just answer. guess. Just take your take a time, take your take a second and guess. Alright. Alright. Ready for the first one? Come on. What is the group of stars called that form an imaginary picture? A constellation. Damn. Ding. Okay. That was good. I didn't think he's gonna get that. Because he's a star. You know what I'm saying? Alright. How many legs does a lobster have? Bro. <laughs> 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 nigga not gonna know that, bro. <laughs> Legs the lobster guy, bro. <laughs> Guess. 
The fact that he's looking up, he's visualizing yeah, he a lobster right now. Lobster and he's trying to right. count the legs. Oh, no, no. he's picturing the lobster. Let me see. He eat right. fancy shit. <laughs> no legs. That's your final answer? Nah. Because <laughs> that could have been a trick question. I ain't going to lie. I thought they had like small legs on the side, right? No. How no? many? Two? No. All right, how many? Ten. Oh, ten. See, I wouldn't guess. Hey, stop doing that. Don't don't give him the answer. It's last one. Oh, you knew? Yeah, he knew. Oh, shit. Ten. All right. All right, last one. How many chambers are there in a human heart? Four. Man, how you know that? Some shit. <laughs> he says He's like, just, no, I know. Okay. All right. Is that's left, good. He left, got... Is it the left? Oh, I ain't going to say that. Shit. I was going to say, that was going to extra credit right there. Yeah, it's four. He got it right. Yeah, Intric- he got it's two like, out yeah, three. It's like yeah, it's like two, right? Intric- that's good. Two out of three. Now, ha- have you ever had an experience? We do something called curbside confessions. Crazy stories from drivers, passengers. Have you ever had a crazy Uber, uh, Uber experience? Postmates. Or, or with, the, with the personal driver, anything like that? Or, or, or uh, no, private plane. Private plane. You ever had a crazy, whatever, any anything like that? I can't talk Or a food about service. That. Poor service. Bad wait, you driver. You, wait, wait, you say you can't talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Y'all so, said plane. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, I, there's yeah. one on the plane. Nah, nah. He talking about the helicopter, Rob. I know about the helicopter, Rob. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, I know about the helicopter, Rob. Let me see. Uh, <laughs> If you want to know about the helicopter ride, put one in the chat. Yeah, yeah. Put, I ain't really had no bad in the with no drivers like that. I don't really talk to my driver. Like, I talk to <laughs> what? them like, People just get in the car and shut the door? No, nah, I know their names and shit, but I just get on. Like, just take me to my spot, bro. I ain't, go. I ain't got nothing to talk I'm about. I'm talking to the help. <laughs> nah, 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 it ain't no shit like that. It ain't no shit like that. It ain't no shit like that. Did you ever had any, any crazy experience at a restaurant or, or like a... Um, uh, Uber Eats or anything like oh, that. Oh, somebody fuck with your No, no, no. Back in the day, well, not back in the day because I'm young, but I was like 18 and one of the older homies took me to Crustaceans and he was drunk trying to get at this 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 white lady. She had a, a yellow Porsche, nigga, but she had like four of them. Like she was like rich. Like she had some dough. Mike Epps walked past, nigga, and started grilling this nigga, like, nigga, on some whole other shit. But that was, like, a little crazy. What? That was, like, before He's, on me. He was <laughs> Mike Epps just... just <laughs> he was walking in Beverly Hills. He was walking down the street. So he was roasting your homie? He was roasting the older homie, like, <laughs> look at this nigga trying to get up on this, like, <laughs> tripping, like, you know what I'm saying, nigga? That was, yeah. That's that was, hella funny. Yeah, that was, like, a little incident. But, I, yeah, I don't be... You know, when it comes to, I ain't going to lie, my brain, when I get poor service or something like that, like, I really just shut off. Like, mm-hmm. I, once they start talking left or some shit, I just shut off. I don't really say too much. Or I was in the airport one time when I was in, um, when I was in over, over overseas, and I had my earphones in, and I was talking to somebody. And I guess, you know, when we check in to go on tour, I was actually on tour post. So we was checking in the bags and everything, and the lady was, like, asking me questions and shit, but I'm just, like, she packed my bag. I'm like, I don't know. Like, ooh, ooh. So the same lady, you know, these people be at the front putting the bags on the shit. Like, she traveled all the way to our terminal, and it's two niggas in line taking everybody ticket. Like, okay, take your ticket. Ooh, ooh. So as soon as I got to the front of the line, she moved the nigga out the way, stood right there, took my ticket, 
They took me to the back. Nigga was searching a nigga all the shit. Oh. Management came like, y'all can't be doing this. Y'all racially profiled him. We watched her harass and follow him all the way here. And what? Are you serious? Shit like that. Yeah. So let me ask you this. As, as they was going to kick everybody off the flight if, because you know they was tripping. Yeah, they was yeah, gonna yeah. Kick everybody off the wow. flight. Because I never seen you like go live. I never seen you put nobody on blast on your social media. Like, look how they yeah. doing us. I always see other people do it, but I never seen you do it. Is there a reason why you don't do it? I just don't like confrontation, bro. Because I, people, what people don't know about me is like, I'm cool, bro. But like, when you get mad, you when I get angry, you feel me? Like I really be angry, bro. So I just, I don't even like to get like that, bro. Because it just, I'm little, but it's really like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel you. Nah, I feel you. I seen you angry one time. I didn't, I didn't like it, but it's all good. Uh, okay. Oh, go ahead. Now, I, I want to know that the, this is the part of the manifestation, man. The, the year can't end without Roddy doing what? What are your, your your sights on? I know we got the tour coming up, but if, there, if there's anything, it could be music, could be personal, anything that you want to make sure that you accomplish before the year ends. The year can't end without Roddy doing what? Uh, I want to take my son out the country, man. Something I ain't did. Passport, That'd be dope. Huh? I want to do that. Yeah. Stamped in passports. They working on it. Yeah. Wow. That'd be dope. I ain't been able to. They open up the borders and shit now, so yeah, you can travel free. Flip. Yeah. Um, also, uh, another question is, I want to go to Japan too. Bro. Japan is fire. Yeah, I love. Japan. Never you, you never been? You never been? No. I, I got something for you. Yeah, see. I got something for you. See, I like your style. <laughs> I got something for you. I like your style. Um, <laughs> do you have any songs with Kendrick or Nipsey that we don't know about? Yeah, um, a lot of people don't know uh, Meek and, and Nipsey was working on a project together. You know, I work real close with both of them, so we had some shit in the tuck. And uh, Kendrick, we did some shit, but I like I told him like <clears throat> we just really need to do something fresh. You want to do some new shit and crazy, but it's new. It's it's we haven't heard it though. So right? It's new like, to us. It's new to us. Nah, nah, definitely we got you know. Whatever it's like, some ideas. Got it. Because we both like that. Like we create and then we go back and we think and do this and add to it. So it's, it's some ideas, but I just want to do something that we can both be like, oh yeah. When you did the song with Dot, that was for your shit or his shit. We just we y'all working. just create. Yeah, we was just recording. We was okay. just recording really. And I got to see him do his thug for a little while, <clears throat> and it was it was dope. Well, thank you for being honest with us because we had somebody up here. Blast. Blast. Uh, who said, <laughs> we asked him, he was like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know nothing. I got nothing going on. Then he on, on the, the goddamn album. single. On the goddamn single. <laughs> so, shout yeah. out to you being honest about it. Um, also, uh, I don't want to dive into the, into it, but have you had a chance to, like, have you had any com any com uh, communication with, with Thug, like, with his people, check in on? I know you. I know that's your I guy. I've definitely been talking to Gunner, like, a lot of his people and shit. Mm -hmm. I've, you know, they 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 standing tall, bro. I ain't gonna lie. They they handle. He seemed like he was in good spirits. They handled the situation real good. So, I, like I said, I just everybody that can and that can hear me, just do they due diligence and they best to you feel me help these niggas out in their time of need. I felt like that's what they need. They need their people to really be behind them and whoever gonna support, let's support and let's not hide behind the shadows and not do what we can't do and do what we can do. You know what I mean? Just celebrate these guys and keep them in, in conversation and always keep them lifted up in prayers and their families and their mothers. I got the I got the luxury to meet Gunner's uh, mom, you know what Word. I mean? So I just like, just shit like that. Like I just be praying for her and, and my mom, 
she got his name written on her prayer wall. And Word. Shit. That's wow. Like, that's what's up, that's, bro. That's what we on. Man, hey, you know what, bro? I'm going to say this publicly. I mean, I, I, I told you before, but I'm really proud of you, bro. Appreciate it. Sure. I'm really proud of, like, the man you becoming. Like, Thank you. Not the artist and the rapper, yeah. all, but, like, you, the man you are is completely different than the dude that was, like, showing money on Instagram. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> you always bring that <laughs> shit up. <laughs> like, I just, I just really, I'm proud of you, fool. Appreciate it. Oh, my God. Roddy Rich, Big Three out right now. Feed the Streets coming soon and some more shit. The tour. Feed the Streets coming August. What? What'd you say? August what? It's coming. <laughs> <man. laughs> you always do me like that. Will we, get it? Will we get it before Halloween? Bro, you gonna get it before everybody. I ain't gonna lie. West Coast. Boom. Long Run Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Roddy Rich, appreciate you coming to me, bro. So.